Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another hundred meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M I R O.com. M S W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details you know what francis successful companies know faster growth requires the right tools if you're doing two, ten, or hundreds of millions in sales, NetSuite by Oracle gives a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR customers, and more, all in one place. That's right. From work, from home, anytime, anywhere, NetSuite, the number one cloud business system. Right now, get your product tour and free guide, Six Ways to Run a More Profitable Business at NetSuite.com slash voices. That's NetSuite.com slash voices. I'm Francis Gallier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Francis, and welcome to The, the Final, Final Word. Word. The Final Word with Angela. The Final Word. 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 Whoop, whoop, whoop. Guess what? We are coming. 
coming to you from two different places today. It is. We're breaking all sorts of technological barriers here. I don't know if people know how high tech this is. Absolutely. So for while the uh, unforeseeable future, this is how we may be coming to you. Or just, you know, we're going to try a couple different things. We're going to just get to right. the best, best product we can. That's right. As long as you know, uh, we're just we're just basically trying to get through. We've both been a little ill. I, I had fever and stuff last week. So we're just trying to get through a couple weeks of quarantine, self-quarantine before we are in the same room again to save everyone. Absolutely, absolutely. We want to remind you that you can go to Franzla.com and purchase a link for our video of Idiot of the Week live. Hello, if you haven't. And did you know that if you sign up for Patreon, guess what? You'll get a discount on that video and get extra Micro Idiots 3 per week. What? Are you kidding me? That is quite a deal. That is a deal, Angela. I may sign up for it myself. Exactly. <laughs> also, we remind you, you can go to Cameo. And what we're doing with Cameo is where you can go and we can record, you know, anything you want. Birthday vi- wishes, some a pep talk. Maybe we tell somebody you love them. Maybe we tell your boss to fuck off. Whatever you need. Yes. Whatever you need. Right now, uh, we're... We also want to buy... Mm-hmm. I was just right now we're recording them because we're in different locations as a Zoom. So it's really kind of... It's, it's cool. It's cute. You'll love it. Yes, 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 yes. And we also want to remind you, you can always go to Franzla.com for all your Franzla needs. And I think that we should be at least calling in to the Stephanie Miller Show for the third hour this week as well. That's right, for the Black Power Hour. So check that out. Remember to check out all of the podcasts on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. And, you know, and, and most of the people, including the uh, Stephanie Miller, have Patreons. And it, if you can, help help everyone yes. out. Because um, as as many of us, all of us are are obviously dealing with this, but as performers, we are uh, shit out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, apparently, Angela, you need when you're performing live, you have to have an audience sometimes, and apparently, they won't let us go and perform anywhere, and an audience can't show up. So yeah, so we're the tour is not done. It's postponed it's paused the sexy liberal it's, unity it's, tour yes but let's get into what oh, wait, I should we also, missed you all we're also going to be on we should be on dana goldberg's uh podcast this thursday and um i think friday night we should be hanging out with um john fugel saying on uh his show on sirius yes so look forward to that too as well uh, we're excited to be back with you last uh, this week because last week, as Angela said, we, we were under the weather. And, you know, a lot has happened. A lot has transpired, okay, uh, in terms of where we were. You know, when my daughter was, uh, when they, took, they told her that, you know, we were going to take two weeks off of school a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I turned to her and I said, uh, dude, I don't think you're going back to school this year. For yep. school year. And I think that we're closer to that, but you know, who knows what these topsy turvy decisions about where the president is versus where the health of uh, you know, professionals are. I just don't know what to you know, what's going to happen, you know. And then we're all gonna be set up here to have to make our own personal decisions. I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, Everyone, listen to the doctors. 
Yes. I am with you on that. Um, first of all, our first thing on our list here is the World Health Organization. And this is a quote. The, pa- the pandemic is accelerating, not decelerating, accelerating. But, Francis, so what, didn't hmm. Donald Trump say that he'd like it to be over by Easter? Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Donald Trump is used to being a very important man. And when he tells a virus to go, Angela, he expects it to go away. That's right. He can't fire it just like he, well, who is it he couldn't, can't try to fire? Oh, the, um, the, uh, the, uh, what's her, the ambassador to, uh, the Ukraine or, um, right. He's like, exactly. yeah, he can't, he, he can't fire like, like Marie Ivanovich can't fire her. Can't fire a virus. Mm-hmm. Can't fire a virus. But, but as you were saying, Angela, you we're saying listen to the health professionals, and there are, I think there are still many people, many people in hot spot places like New York, like Los Angeles, you know, like San Francisco, who are not taking this seriously enough. Here in Los Angeles, you know, I, I, I if you follow me on um, on Facebook, you know, I've posted the foolish kids on the beaches right in florida at spring break all up on top of each other giving each other other COVID 19 and chlamydia all day long okay. and then flying back and, get, and, and spreading it around wherever they come from how did you, you but, how did you slip in chlamydia mm-hmm. like that just <laughs> oh because they all got they all got the class they all they got, got the class, class. And well, COVID. That's, that's a part of your college experience that's what I was told. Not the COVID. Not the COVID, but the clap. Not COVID. The clap is a part of your college experience. But but then I was sitting there feeling smug and superior and cut to the pictures of all the people here in California on all the hiking trails at the beaches. You know what? We're no better. We're just as stupid. Yeah. The hashtag is COVIDiots. Um, and, uh, it's it, just to put it in perspective, you know, this is some really, uh, there's a great, it's on Twitter circulating and I'm sure it's on Facebook, etc. but we have some, I want to play this audio of uh, professor Hugh Montgomery, um, from the channel Four dispatches. Uh, he's a professor of intensive care medicine at the university college, London. I'm going to play that for you here. Normal flu. If I get that. I'm going to infect, on average, about 1.3, 1.4 people, okay, if there was such a division. Yeah. And if those 1.3, 1.4 people gave it to the next lot, that's the second time it gets passed on. By the time that's happened 10 times, I've been responsible for about 14, 1.4 cases of flu. This coronavirus is very, very infectious, so every person passes it to three. Now, that doesn't sound like much of a difference. But if each of those three passes it to three, and that happens at 10 layers, I have been responsible for infecting 59,000 people. So basically, not basically, it's what he said. I personally, right. when I when you make the decision, or if you can, and, and there are people who are in very difficult situations who aren't, you know, who have jobs of necessity, et cetera, or who really, they're, they're, or they live in states where, like Mississippi, where the governor decided to pray rather than, you know, use science um, at all uh, or to, you know, even call for social distancing, that that one person that you can end up giving the COVID virus, 19 virus, to 59,000 people. That's right. You are you are part of the infection. And here's the, the, the thing for me, Angela. We, this is, if, if anything, 
that has transpired in modern humanity that can teach us that we need to be one unified world taking care of each other and caring with each other and sharing information, this is it. Either we are all going to step up and care about our brothers and sisters, care about our elderly, care about the most vulnerable around us. My, you know, and you know, and, and it doesn't even just have to be that I am diabetic and my husband has asthma or you have a small, you just had a baby. What about my neighbor? Yep. You know, I saw when this first started happening, we have a neighbor who has lived here. We've lived here for 20 years, and this neighbor has lived here for about 35 years, and she's in her 80s. And what I tell you, I tried to, I tried to wave, and I took an extra 15 feet yep. steps back away from her, you know? Yep. You have to you know, make the effort, you know, and give people the space and like, you know, don't go up in the elevator with each other and, you know, wash your hands, yeah. all that stuff. But I, and I think that, you know, on, um, it's, it's, I really do wish, and I think a lot of people stand with me and I, I, I bet you do Francis. I wish that the president would stop, um, doing the conference press conferences every day. Cause it just makes things well, I, worse. Yeah. Well, and it's more disinformation. Look, yes. these poor, poor people who, you know, on the strength of what the president of the United States said from the pulpit, go and try to take what they think is anti-malarial medication, but it's actually just a, a, a form of acid to clean the pool. Yeah. Because it had the word in it. And, you know, and I was telling other people the other night, I've taken those medications that he suggested. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to say them, okay? And while uh, on various trips through Africa. And let me tell you something, the side effects, and I know there is a, at this point, we can't, you know, people who are fighting for their life would rather have, their lives would rather have side effects than be dead. I get that. But this is not like, this medication is not like popping a couple of aspirins. Uh, aspirin, and that's what he keeps trying to, like, play it off. They have severe, severe side effects. They they affect your heart. And is Dr. Fauci, I don't know if anybody's got uh, a 20 on Dr. Fauci. Because um, <laughs> it seems like since he did interviews this weekend, we can't see him again. Did you see that he was begging the media to stop? pitting him against Trump because what he's saying is you're going to drive me out of this. He's going to get rid of me and he and did. You won't have, you know, well, he hasn't been anything. on, he hasn't been on TV this week. Um, That's right. and, um, and, 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 and it's true. I mean, he's the one person that I go, no, please stay because at the very least mm -hmm. he'll come on after and try to clean up what Trump said. And unfortunately, you know, we've got like the governor of Mississippi who rather than, um, I don't know, doing anything, he said, this is a quote for him. Uh, I believe in the power of prayer. So I'm inviting you to pray with me on this Sunday morning for where two or three gather in my name. There am I with them and with the COVID you dumb fuck. I'm just saying yeah. this guy, Tate Reeves, uh, he's the governor there or it's a state Senator there. And, um, it, they're not they've I guess they're gonna close schools in mid April, but which of course we're not in mid April yet. But that's it. They've nope. no, they've given no social distancing guidelines, they're not giving guidelines for businesses to close, they're not even they don't even want them to close. 
And and that's yeah. problematic because if you look at what just happened in London, in the UK, Boris Johnson, they tried that herd garbage and they've had to do a complete, you know, 180. And it's, it's 180. You can't go back in time, you know, so. No, the, you can't. So that's the problem. It doesn't matter if we, oh, this didn't work. Then by that point, this virus is now doubling every three days. Yes. Exponentially. It's exponential math. Then you've got Republican Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick walks his happy ass on Fox News to talk to stupid ass Tucker Carlson, which I could not believe. This man who is 69 goes on television and says, this is a quote, no one reached out to me and said, as a senior citizen, are you willing to take a chance on your survival in exchange for keeping America and, uh, and that all America loves for your children and grandchildren, if that is the ex- exchange, I'm all in. Let's get back to work. No. Let's get back to living. Let's be smart about it. And for those of us who are 70 plus, we'll take care of ourselves, but don't sacrifice the country. And what they're so talking about man, is Wall Street. The hashtag is hashtag not dying for Wall Street. Um, hashtag yeah. general strike, which I am totally in favor of. Um, because no, you don't get to decide that our lives and the lives of our loved ones are expendable. Absolutely. But you know what? But cut to cut to I was just saying, you know, we you know, we were just looking at this article from these people in Georgia at the Purdue plant, right? Mm-hmm. And this woman comes out and they walked out, fifty employees walked out of Purdue in Georgia saying, you know what, you, you got, they've done nothing to protect us. There's nothing that's been cleaned. We don't have any protective gear. And you want me to exchange my life for chicken? Yep. For a fucking piece of chicken? You wish, I, I mean, it's not even for chicken, it's for stockholders. It's for uh, the board of directors and stockholders. And that's the problem with, you know, they keep, the Senate is at this point, as we're recording, they still haven't um, voted on a relief package. But that's because the Republicans, Mitch McConnell, the relief package has in it a giant slush fund that would be run by Steve. billion. Run by Steve Mnuchin. The Treasury Secretary yep. with no oversight and no transparency. Yep. So companies could then use that yep. money to just do stock buybacks like they did before. You know, um, to like to it. Yeah. To you know, and it's not about helping workers. And in fact, the the administration is right back on track trying to get rid of SNAP benefits again, trying to get rid of um, unemployment. They're they're actively. They're actively distant. And I think that they don't, I know that they don't, especially Trump because he's stupid. Um, they really, you know, they're not even practicing good behavior on camera, um, which mm-hmm. I've been really proud of. Like when you look at the newscasters and stuff, they're all sitting six feet apart. They're all like, they're modeling and they're doing it because they need to do it. But like in all the yeah. shows that are like MSNBC, people are recording from home and all that. And that's just the way. It's I you know I will love, I'm a big Walking Dead fan the Talking Dead it was all people from going from their homes that is the responsible thing to do right now um, especially when I saw this really interesting little like uh, a tweet this guy who was like works at a grocery store and he's like last week I was a stock boy this week I'm a I'm the heroic front line of a major pandemic yeah. Because yeah. he's and he you know, some, of, some of my favorite memes have been, you know, the very people, the very people that everybody felt like doesn't deserve fifteen dollars an hour are the people who are running, who are at the front lines of keeping you fed, yep, and stocked 
with food. Do, when will we look at actual human beings and, and see the value of work? Because their work right now is more important to all of us than any CEO. Let me tell you. They can't do anything. And I find it really f- fascinating um, how... Th- how you know you watch Trump he gets up there and he starts attacking mayors, attacking governors who are doing things, and 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 then he always starts with that you know the bullshit of oh, look you know we've got to you know we can't uh, politicize, and then that's all he's doing. Um, yeah. And and the thing is, and I I don't know if you feel this way, Francis, but mm. I was listening to you know a pod, daily podcast that I listen to for news, and I I listen and it's. They introduced the topic. They were talking about the primary, and I instantly didn't want to listen to it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was like, I, I just, I was like, I don't, I, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I, you know, I told you this on the phone the other night. I go, where is Joe Biden? Oh, he's there, and, and so is Sanders. They're, they're doing events. They're doing um online, you know. Um, but, right. they're, but they but aren't he, in the news cycle because the reporters, because they don't get to decide what's in the news cycle. They did the same thing right. to Hillary, you know, and Trump going on every day is really about, I think, mostly about that. He's irritated. He can't have too. his rallies. So this is his form of a rally. He's um, and he can't figure out how to get rid of the reporters and have fans in there. Um, and yep. so and then also it keeps the news on him. And I was really proud of MSNBC the other day because they did pull during Army Melbourne's show. They pulled away from it. And they're like, look, if there's anything, we'll let you know because it's like that would be great because they kept lying you know he I'm just kept lying when, I, when we when we looked up and saw sean spicer in that room i was like this this is a wrap this is a wrap wait a minute now you're telling me that we're populating with his people yep and then that old bitch that week i just couldn't believe it you uh, know uh, doc, and, and to, the and doctor there, birch her or no, no, not her. The there was a reporter in the room oh, from OAN asking, um, trying to give him a saw, giving him a, a meatball last week, softball question uh, about setting him up to be able to call COVID nineteen the Chinese flu. It's just or racist. The Chinese virus. It's just straight it's up so racist. racist. And and we have to, we have to before we move on talk about our Asian brothers and sisters being hit, spit, spit at kicked in the streets, being attacked by people. A family here at Sam's Club in Los Angeles was knifed for people. It's not okay. And I think, and you know... from the president down. That's right. I think that we, you know, we being aware of things like that, and when you see something, say something, do something, stand up for each other. Please. You know, um, it is not okay. It's fucking racist. It's dangerous. And he doesn't care. And they don't. If they if I don't, I am done with with any. And I have been for a long time, so it's not news to you guys if you listen to the final word. Um, but I am I am all done with trying to convert anyone. Like just oh god, yeah. Shut up. You know, um, nobody wants to hear your bigot <laughs> pie hole spew out its fucking bigotry. You fucking bigot. I am ready to hit someone. And this is the th- and like, and I'm like, let's do this dance. Francis will tell you, I told the other day, I was like, I keep having these visions of me being like to my, my roommate, go back into my room and lock yourself in. I'm going to take care of this. Like, 
it's because I can't, I'm just, yeah. I'm just baffled by people. The idea that you can, and here's the deal. The thing to remember is it's not the virus that is making these, these bigots do things. These are bigots who are looking for an opportunity to hurt people. And they, they're just, Trump gave them the big opportunity to cuss people out and to call us names on the street and to be, have little racist tirades. And they think that this virus is giving them the opportunity to be physically violent now with a whole population of people who they decide are Asian or Chinese or whatever they want to decide because Asia is a continent and there's a lot of cultures and people and nationalities and ethnicities there. Um, it's, yep. it's, it, and it, and we have to make it clear to them that, that, that they haven't been, this is not open season on anyone. No, 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 but you know, but, but I'm going to tell you something. How can you, you know, the, the message that we are fighting against, it comes from the president of the United States and we cannot overstate that enough. The president of the United States refuses to, to even call the virus by its actual name. No, because he needs an enemy. And a virus isn't as he's found. That's why he's frustrated because a virus isn't a good enemy, right? It doesn't swing back. And then when it does, it doesn't hit at him. So he can't hit it back. It just, so he doesn't know what to do because he's got a, his mentality is it's me. I'm winning. I'm getting things. You know, there's everything is a, a, is a conflict. So, well, you know what? This is what I love. You, you didn't see a change from this is a hoax until somebody, somebody was really smart. And they walked in there and they said, you know, you know, you can frame this as you're yeah. a wartime president. We're at war. But, but here's the problem. He, he has ADHD so badly that that only worked for a week. Now he's bored. He's bored being the wartime president because he doesn't really get to drop bombs on anybody. He doesn't get to kill. Or, you know, maybe he can go up against China kind of slightly. But he's bored now. He wants back to his rallies. He wants out of that White House. He wants back at Mar-a-Lago. He wants whatever he gets to do when he walks out of that building, he wants to be able to do it. What do companies like Ring, Hint, and Tecovis all have in common? They all use NetSuite to accelerate their growth. Successful companies know that in order to grow faster, you must have the right tools. If you want to take your company from 2 million to 10 million or 10 million to hundreds of millions in revenue, and who doesn't, NetSuite by Oracle gives you the tools to turbocharge your growth. With NetSuite, you get a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR customers, and more. It's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Run your entire business from anywhere, even if you're working from home. With NetSuite, you're covered. NetSuite will give you the visibility and control you need to make the right decisions and grow with confidence. That's why NetSuite customers grow faster than the S&P 500. Wow. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system trusted by more than 20,000 companies. It's the last system you'll ever need. That's right. NetSuite. Business grows here. Schedule your free product tour right now and receive your free guide, Six Ways to Run a More Profitable Business at NetSuite.com slash voices. That's NetSuite.com slash voices. NetSuite.com slash voices. It is shocking that your home can be stolen this easily. Let me share a true story. Deborah learned that brutal lesson when thieves found the title to her home online. Then they forged the documents to appear she sold her home, but she hadn't. Then they borrowed thousands using her home's equity. Deborah didn't know she was a victim until foreclosure notices arrived and an eviction notice followed. She spent her fortune trying to get her home back. The crime is home title fraud, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. The best advice for avoiding a title fraud nightmare is to protect your home with Home Title Lock. 
And no, neither your homeowner's insurance nor bank protects you. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock does. So first things first, find out if you're already a victim of home title fraud. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter SAVE for one month of free protection. Again, enter SAVE for one month of free protection at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Cuomo is now our president. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I really people. wanted that, but he is better. Well, <laughs> he, he's so much better than the one we got. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, <laughs> my dog, Benny. You know, he is the person, I would say, besides Dr. Fauci, that that they are absolute. And it may be just simply because all of the news, you know, you know, places and um, organizations are in New York, but and, and that it's a hot spot, of course. But he is the only person I feel that they, that is getting that level. Newsom, Gavin Newsom, is too, but getting a level of exposure and actually telling the truth. I I really appreciated him the other day coming out and saying, "I will tell you what I know. I'm not going to sugarcoat it." I'm going to tell you, you know, everything I know. When I know it, you will know it. Well, I that the, is, I, the, the president of the United States won't do that. Well, he doesn't know anything. So in fairness to him, Francis, <laughs> what's, he, what's he supposed to say on a, a conversation based on things you know? He's shit out of luck. Yeah. But I, but I oh. think the part of the issue with that even is just that, like, in California, you know, um, Gavin Newsom is a much more polished, if you will, kind of feeling guy. He's mm-hmm. like, he's much more. And and Cuomo is like, hey, he's, he's now, he's down wearing T-shirts, basically, that say, you know, <laughs> say something about New York on him. You know, he's like, fuck the suits. I ain't got time for that. Um, yeah. But they, they're really in a really bad situation that, can only you know get worse, and especially when you think about uh, the possibility of the, right now the federal government. I thought I was, and I am upset that we don't have a functioning federal government. This should be a federal response. There's no reason that states should be fighting each other or the federal government for ventilators. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah! Why? Here's my thing. I will can't fight California. What the? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I was living in Iowa, if I was living in Tennessee. If I was living in Kansas, I would say, I would look at this situation and go, oh, you mean for me to die? That's your, from the President of the United States. Because what you're saying is let God sort them out. Where you live is your fault. Yep. Who you elected is on you. If they don't care about you, if they don't want to shut down your schools, if they can't afford to pay, you know, uh, a price gouging price for PPE at eight dollars a mask that costs fifty cents to produce. That's so fucking evil. And normally sells for three dollars. That's on you. Yep. See ya. Exactly. Cuomo said, quote, we need the federal help and we need the federal help now. New York is the canary in the coal mine. New York is going first. We have the highest and fastest rate of infection. Um yep. It's that his comments came uh, as more than 50,000 coronavirus cases were reported in the country by Tuesday afternoon, when more than half of those in New York, at least 646 people at the time that we're reading, you know, doing this podcast, 646 people have died in the U.S. And that that's unfortunately it is going to go up. Um, and that's, let me tell you something. Let me tell you guys something. That's 30 more than when we started this working on this podcast today. 
30 more souls have passed away. Mm-hmm. And I am looking, and, and I have to say this as an African-American person, because all I was seeing on Facebook for two weeks ago was black people won't catch it. Black people don't catch it. And then I was telling Angela, all in my feed today, in the last couple of days, have been nothing but African-Americans dying from COVID-19 complications. Well, I think you said it earlier. You know, there's a, I was just reading this article in Washington Post about how working from home reveals another fault line in America's racial and educational divide. Um, basically about how uh, the division uh, the division between people who can do their jobs from home and people who can't. And um, because uh, as a new, this is from the article, as new communities go into lockdown in hopes of slowing the spread of the virus and not enough new communities, the people most at risk for getting sick because they must venture out are largely people of color, those with only a high school education, and those whose incomes are likely to suffer during the ongoing crisis. But I I saw a number on the news today. That's about 35.5 million people. These people are the engine of small businesses. These are are restaurant workers. These are cooks and chefs and, and all kinds of people that we depend on in our service economy. And for me, to look at the people who service us mm-hmm. and go, it's okay for you to die? Mm-hmm or get sick, or end up with, you know, one, one, uh, some people went to the hospital, one person went to the hospital, I was looking at, at an article, and had a 30, ended up, survived, ended up with a $34,000 bill. Which is, that's These not are the people who, these people can't, 35 million people can't all end up with $34,000 hospital bills to stay alive to go and make you a fucking Subway sandwich. It's absolutely inexcusable you got to keep 202-224-3121 calling your representatives calling your senators and telling them that you demand that the relief package be focused on working class people and the poor um that no staff benefits get cut that we close the fucking camps and get these yeah. people Ooh. out of the situation they're in you know in california they were um been releasing prisoners who are you know nonviolent offenders early and stuff it's like yeah we got to get yeah. people out of places that they shouldn't probably be in in the first place you know um get them out of places where that, that are going to be hotbeds you know or potentially are just ripe for this virus to run havoc and I told Angela last week, I said, my thoughts are with the people in Syria, any place yeah. that is war-torn. And I really appreciated the head of the U.N. coming out this week, weekend and saying, hey, can we stop firing bullets at people while this shit is going down? Because you know what? We all got a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. And so somebody shouldn't have to be in a war-torn uh, area and and have to deal with this with their families you know come on come on world please and i'm gonna stop we 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 all of that you know trying to pay attention to you know how can you help each other out what you can you do and, and what's going on in the whole world i will say that um Rand paul i'm gonna read this how francis you she usually types up our running order if you will our our uh, order for the show. I'm going to read it as Rand, as uh, Francis has it on the thing. It is confirmed. Uh, Rand Paul is officially an asshole. Yeah, officially, it's official. Angela. Yeah, this is an official dele- this, passed, Yeah, I think the Senate passed a bill mm-hmm. saying that Rand Paul is officially a fucking asshole. And you know what? 
And, you know, and I saw somebody on television, one of his uh, cohorts, being like, oh, being asked about his behavior of going to get tested for COVID-19, then getting into the Senate uh, swimming pool, and then going to work out and going to lunch and continuing to talk to people. And somebody was like, oh, well, you know what? I don't want to get into a political discussion. I'm like, that's not a political discussion. That is a health that is a health problem. Yeah, he's a doctor. He's a he's dentist. Like, he's a doctor. He exposed you. And this is what kills me. Then Trump makes fun of Mitt Romney for isolating, yep. which is the responsible choice. Yep. So what do you but think? What does that say them. to people? That says isolating is for is for stupid lib labs. You know, like it's yep. and 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 I don't know. It, it's so dangerous. Um. And yeah, and I have to say that um, I think that, you know, we all have thoughts and feelings and I want to tell you, don't, don't punish yourself for your thoughts or feelings. You can't control them. They happen. And if our thoughts or feelings could manifest, then trust me, Trump wouldn't be our fucking president. So when I made a list, when Francis and I made a list of who we'd like to see get this virus, we did that with knowing that we didn't really mean it, mean it. But I do want you to know that Rand Paul was my number three person. Steve Scalise was my number one. Which surprised me. That was, a, that was an being, interesting one. If, if we're being honest. I, well, I know, Trump, Trump and the whole Trump family people. are everybody's number one, so they don't count. Right. Okay. That doesn't count. And also, I know a lot of people will pick Mitch McConnell yes. first. But I have a deep issue that I don't even feel like discussing about Steve Scalise. I believe that he's on borrowed time. So, you know, that's my number one. <laughs> okay so we're just saying that because i know we all have these thoughts i've seen people on twitter people have written us and been like i feel bad don't feel bad here's the deal you're just it's a way for you to vent it's a way for you to get through the the anger and irritation and 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 the anxiety and i say whatever it takes and if it takes going ha 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 ha, then that's what it takes you know um we know that you're a loving good person you're not a bad person for having that thought you know you you're not manifesting it you're not wishing it nobody wishes it um except it seems like perhaps trump um but if i I could wish it if i could wish something i would wish us all well i would wish us all rich i would wish us all peaceful i would wish you know i would go on and on if i could wish it yeah and so that's why i want to say you know we're all going to have these thoughts and feelings we're all screaming at our tvs we're all screaming at trump and i think that you know just cut yourself some slack and let it out (laughs) just let it out Mm -hmm. have that have that cards against humanity level conversation go ahead and do it that's right and let me tell you something and make sure you're laughing though you know and i you know it's important to watch the news and be informed because things are changing right you know minute to minute but don't sit there like me and watch 92 hours of of the news straight okay yeah don't do that to yourself (laughs) Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to you. Take care of you. Let me do it. And, let and, me do it. Yeah, let, let us do, do it. it. And and understand that um, we will get through this. And um, we're going to find new, like uh, a friend and I, uh, ours today, I talked to her. And uh, we were talking about different games that we could play online. Because we tried playing Catan um, on, like, on Zoom. And that was a little difficult. Yeah. So yeah. maybe Monopoly. Maybe Monopoly, maybe, you know, we've been thinking about some other things, but, you know, um, and if you're somebody who's out there who's who's working, thank you. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, yes. Take yes. care of yourself. It's it's so important. And 
let's all we're gonna we're all of us here i don't care i don't know who's listening but i know you're smarter than trump so just mm-hmm. you know so just you know listen to uh what the experts are saying and to your your state rep governors etc who are if they're doing anything it's disturbing to me how because there are a good 10 to 12 states that aren't doing anything um people yeah. are getting the impression that this virus is only on the coasts or only in these these sort of big you know states with these big urban areas or whatever or con, you know congested sort of areas of population growth but the truth is we don't know because they're not reporting or testing, testing. at all and let me tell you something we both were sick last week and couldn't get a test no you know i'm still sick yeah I'm, i had a know? fever and i couldn't i had 103 fever and couldn't get a test because i'm not i didn't meet the other requirements and in truth if there's only a few tests to go around, I would gladly give up my right to one because I've gotten better every single day. My fever went down every single yeah. day. So, you know, and hopefully, uh, you know, there's no relapse. I don't know what I have. I don't know what Francis has. But because of that, we are trying not to spread it to anyone. Yep. Yep. I'm staying away from my family. I've, my ki- I haven't hugged my kid in 10 days. So that's, you know, so, but this is the thing. Go back and listen to Idiot of the Week. It'll be out this week also. Um, go If you can, go to Patreon. We appreciate it. But just keep your spirits up and let's try to figure out ways to to create options for ourselves, you know, because we do have some challenges yeah. coming up. But I was talking to another friend of mine, a friend of ours who was like, you know, what are I worried about rent? And I was like, let me tell you something. They can't evict all of us. Nope, they can't. They, they cannot, you know, and I, you know, and I think that, you know, there are more, we are stronger in our own numbers, you know, and the reality is, is that they're going to have to, and this is what I know, looking at Trump and looking at Mitch McConnell, the looks in their face, they know. Yeah. They know that they cannot, you cannot tell people that I'm going to get rid of your job, send you home, make you stay home, and then give you no options as to how you're going to pay your bills and then how the bills come to you. They got to fix it. Yeah. And that's in different states, California, Michigan, I know New York are doing some stops so you can't evict people. But here's the thing about eviction. They got to go to court and court's closed. Yep. (laughs) So my thing is, you know, if we got to get creative, I'm, I am all for a general strike. If, if Trump tries to rescind the stay at home and doesn't in the federal government doesn't step up and in fact tries to like go backwards, um, because, you know, for, because Easter, cause he's had enough of this, then uh, general strike it. Like let's, we've said it before, but like, this has got to stop. And what I do know is that we have the ability we have the ability to address this and we can address it. It's just going to, it's just what it is. It's just going to be a little difficult and and a little hard for a minute. And we just got to figure out the new normal and how we can, you know, love ourselves and each other and just, you know, take your temperature every day, check on people, call people, make sure they got what they need. If you're going to the store, you know, be careful, wear gloves if you can and whatever take for you and wash up, but try to get things so that not everybody has to go to the store, you know, like maybe one person can go for your floor or your building or in your yeah. household, you know, um, just do what you can so that we can keep ourselves and each other safe. Yes, and that's our final word. Now it's time for emails, emails, time to go get your emails. That's right, we're going to thank you for this writing us. This Yes. At, at gmail.com. We answer all of our emails. Uh, Thank you. Thank 
Thank you. This first one is from Mara. Thank you so much, Mara. I'm going to skip down into here and say uh, she wrote a bunch of things, and you know, but she says, uh, I'm going to pick up here. It says, I am so angry and heartbroken all this at the same time. Trump knew about the virus in January. Now we are making life and death choices so he could keep the infected cases numbers down. Uh, how evil can you be? I, I asked that question too, Mara. Mm. Uh, then, then today I heard your request for Patreon support. I was like, thank God this is something concrete that I can help with. It isn't much. It's for everything to us, Mara. Uh, but it's my duty to give what I can. And I think that's from listening uh, have, to Stephanie Miller, too. She was listening to um, Stephanie last week, which we were we called in for the beginning of the third hour. Right. You have lifted, uh, you have all lifted us up. Right. And, and in this time, we all feel so helpless, scared, powerless, and alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. We, you, we're not alone. And um, you keep telling us, uh, let me see, I'd like... Uh, to keep going with love and laughter, and, and it's an honor to keep you on, help keep you on the air. Thank you so much, Mara. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And um, this is from Patricia D. She said, in these stressful times, I'm so incredibly grateful for you, too. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you, Pat. We appreciate it. This evening, I had to turn off the news because it was too overwhelming. Fortunately, I decided to treat myself by listening to your podcast. I save them up and binge listen while I'm walking. While listening, I realized that I kept hearing a weird noise that did not seem to be a part of your podcast. It took a second before I realized it was me laughing out loud. Thank you. That's sweet. Thank you for your compassion. Thank you you for your honesty. Thank you for making me feel less alone and scared while sheltering in place. Thank you for reminding me how healing laughter is. Please stay well. You are national, dare I say, universal. Yes, I do dare treasure with much (laughs) gratitude and love. And I agree with you. We are national treasures. Let me tell you something. We gonna get through this. You, we some strong yeah. ass people. Okay, we've gotten through three. Yeah, we we've gotten through almost four years of a motherfucking idiot running this country. Yep. We have survived that. I didn't know there yep. were days where I'm gonna tell you the truth. I didn't know, friends. There were days where I thought I might lose my mind. <laughs> there were i was like there were days where i was like you know like i was like is this westworld am i an android can i not see the day like i just wanted to take that little ball that's my personality like the westworld ball on your head and put it someplace else or mail it someplace um that's we are so we are getting there and remember it is okay to laugh and it is you gotta try you know um and i'm proud of everyone Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. And now it's time for Resistance Wrap-Up. This is where we give you an actionable item, something you can do. We want to encourage you this week to go to the Color of Change website. They've got a number of different, um, what do they call petitions. Um, and basically, yeah. they're, they're, they have five crucial fights that are going to help us survive this pandemic and thrive in its aftermath. Things like uh, universal basic income. Is a part of any coronavirus response package. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, humane responses to how we deal with incarcerated people in the virus. Um, they also have one for supporting Senator Ron Wyden's bill to authorize emergency funding to expand vote by mail. This is really important. Vote by mail options in yep. states that don't already have it. Um, Mm -hmm. we really need to, you know, that's a good thing to call your senators and reps about 202-224-3121. 
um, about vote by mail and uh, make a plan to take the census. If you haven't filled out your census, please do. You can go online and do it. I did it last week. Like it's really important. It's how funding gets done. It's how uh, seats get allotted for Congress. It's really important. Um, and we need to be, and also they have uh, things about, um, petitions about not allowing criminalization and exploitation of people. And, you know, that's something we need to obviously be aware of and fight against. So please go check that out. Yes, please, please, please. We want to thank you for being here. And as long as we're sitting up and getting some air in, we will be podcasting. We will be here with you. So come on back every week because we're here. Okay. That's right. Um, we want to thank everybody at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network because they're working hard over there trying to make sure that we continue to put up uh, content. And we want to thank our production team, Gail and Laura, because you know what? They do, I mean, they just keep this all together. Dude, they do so much to keep us together. So oh, much. Oh, oh, girl, it's okay. That's my roommate, Esther. She's uh, uh, just uh, some silverware. Girl, it's okay. We're going to have to. It's, that's just the way it's got to be. That's the way it's got to be, girl. Yeah. She's very pretty um, and yes. very sweet and lovely. She's lovely. And lovely. And let me tell you something. Don't even worry about it because now we all got to work from home. <laughs> so you're going to hear stuff. This is, this is what working from home sounds like, everybody. Yeah, you're lucky that uh, uh, Francis's daughter is 14 because you might be hearing. These are some of my favorite things from parents. I hear this all the time with people of young kids. Why are you wet? At least once a yeah. week, I hear from anybody who's got a young, why are you wet? I'm like, are your children wet? And you don't know why. Like, it's so, um, at least, you know, hey, we're keeping it real. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Franklin. Thank you so much for listening to The Final, the final Word. At our jobs, you know, especially, we're always being introduced to new people, and our appearance means a lot to us. You of know, it you know, uh, you, you know. I've been self conscious about my under eye bags or dark circles that just make me yeah, make, make me look tired, look. or I get puffy eyes. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it. And so we know you've heard about Plexiderm. Plexiderm is backed by clinical studies to visibly eliminate your wrinkles, crow's feet, and other telltale signs of aging in minutes. Yes, the best part of Plexiderm is that it goes on clear so nobody will know you're using it. And what really hooked us both on Plexiderm was the 10-minute challenge. Trust us, uh, we had our doubts, but it lasts for hours. You know it's working when you hear your friends and coworkers say, what did you do different today? Yes. And the difference is Plexiderm, okay? So give yourself the Plexiderm confidence boost. That's right. Looking your best can make you feel more confident in every area of your life. Work, social events, whatever. That's right. And Plexiderm goes unclear again. So it's just like your little secret, your little beauty secret. Yeah. Go to tryplexiderm.com and see the before and after photos for yourself. And use our code VOICES for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit TryPlexiderm.com today and use code VOICES at checkout. That's TryPlexiderm.com and you'll be glad you did. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. 
They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another hundred meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M I R O.com.